This is Miller's Edge on Tide Edge with Christian Miller, two-time national champion and team captain for the Alabama Crimson Tide and former Carolina Panther and his father, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, a nine-year NFL veteran with the New York Giants and University of South Carolina Hall of Famer. This is the Miller's Edge. Thanksgiving Tuesday here on the Miller's Edge. Corey Miller, Pastor Payne here with you. Hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Hope you got everything that you wanted and you needed. Hopefully good old St. Nick to visit you down the chimney, left something under the tree, and uh, made your um, your day very special. Uh, so we hope you had a great uh, Christmas with your family and, and all the great things that you did on yesterday. It was a little bit rainy, a little bit cool, a little bit nasty. Uh, really it was kind of a day just... Relax, enjoying family, sitting back and just chilling. But uh, today, we kick things off and get you ready. Alabama football team, the bus have left the building, went to the airport in Tuscaloosa. And I believe as we speak, they're probably in the air, heading to the West Coast, to Anaheim uh, for the Rose Bowl. As we now officially get in the game week, looking forward to talking about this game. Alabama and the Rose Bowl taking on the Michigan Wolverines. And it should be a wonderful, wonderful game. This whole week, there's going to be a lot of great football games that we can get into, we can talk about, but none more important than what Alabama has in front of them with the Michigan Wolverines with a chance to get to the national championship game on January 1 to play in Houston. So we'll get to that. We'll now definitely start talking about matchups, what Alabama has to do, keys to the game. You got to get your thoughts, your comments, your opinions, and you can do that several ways. Number one, 205 That's the number to pick up the phone and give Justin or Noah a call behind the glass. They'll answer it for you. Or you can download a free app. Time 100.9 is absolutely free. You can leave your comments there. On this show particularly, we love using that format because people can get in and ask some good questions that we can communicate and talk about. So we'd love to get you on that, that free app as well. Again, our show is sponsored by good friends at the Good Feet Store, America's Arch Support Experts. And we appreciate those guys. Hope they had a great Christmas. Hopefully a lot of folks got fitted, tried before they buy, and uh, got some nice uh, orthotics or inserts and no shoes or socks. So they get several different things they can get you ready to help your balance, your hips, your back pain, knee pain, foot pain, all that good stuff. That is the Good Feet Store. Let's head down to Tuscaloosa, guys. It was Christmas on yesterday. I hope you got good food, good fellowship, good friends, good presents, or whatever else, maybe some rest. And uh, you ready to go now because it's really all about football this week. It is a huge week. Hope you're doing well. Yep, doing well <clears throat> and really enjoyed it. 
uh, yesterday, second major holiday without my mom, spend it with my friends because, you know, my other family has other obligations that they've got to tend to for whatever reason, but all good. Not going to let that uh, rain on my parade, uh, but ended up having a really good time. My best friends who are like family. So I really enjoyed that. Had some really good food, steak, crab legs. Um, yeah. So can't beat that. And I'm just really appreciative uh, of my friends that, that always look out for me. Did you guys have a good Christmas? Oh, yeah. We were talking a little bit about it before the show. Uh, I think Justin was saying he just cooked a filet mignon yesterday. Hang oh, up. really? You took a page out of our book. Yeah, me and Jamie, we had steaks, crab legs. Yeah, my, my <clears> mom got, uh, she's a teacher, so she got a, uh, a Christmas ham from her, the school. And so we cooked that up last night. And so we ate that up with some macaroni and some lima beans. I was like, ooh, let's go. There you go. Yeah, no. Nah, Wait a minute. A Christmas good. ham? That's right. That's right. You said, a, did you, how'd you cook that? I don't know. I think she just put it in a glass pan and put it in the oven for a while. Um, and it had like it had like it was the whole like thing with it had like the cherries and the pineapples on it and everything. The whole oh damn, thing, so that is good. Yeah, sounds it was, good, it good at least. It tasted good. A little honey ham for Christmas. Something you, like that. You know, what, you know what's best about that when you don't eat the like that particular day and you cut it up and you get you some of those Hawaiian rolls and you make like some little ham sandwiches. And just put them in like back in like a you know the Hawaiian roll bag, and then just like let them sit there and eat on them. I mean, it's like the bread just kind of conforms itself to the ham. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We had uh, she made um, I also forgot she, we made sweet potatoes and we had Sister Schubert rolls. So I think my brother was making the little slider off to the side today. Hmm, that's not all bad. That's some good eating, as they say. 205-342-9904. Again, Alabama has, I saw some video on X that they had uh, took the bus to the airport, uh, getting ready to head down to uh, Anaheim uh, for the Rose Bowl. This is a week that we can definitely now key in on some matchups and uh, break down this game for you, give you our thoughts and opinions on what Alabama needs to do to win this football game. Going to be a good football game. I had some folks tell me they, they feel like it's going to be one of those defensive slobber knocker games that neither offense was going to do too much. Neither offense is really exciting. Uh, so I kind of was thinking about that. You know, what what would that picture look like? Or will this be an offense from Alabama? Or Jalen Miro, who's dynamic, who's explosive, who can give you those big chunk plays down the field with those receivers, that being in the Big Ten, Michigan haven't seen those things. So we'll kind of uh, get get to that and see could J.J. McCarthy match a Jalen Milrow? Uh, maybe it comes down to the quarterback. Who, who makes less mistakes? Who protects the football? Or who makes the biggest plays in that ball game? So we'll get to all of that uh, in the matchup and break that down for you. Because Texas-Washington is the other game. Uh, that's going to be an intriguing game. We can get into that. We'll see a rematch of Texas-Alabama. We'll talk about that uh, as well. And then there's other games. I mean, there's like the uh, Orange Bowl <laughs> for the state who's been mad. And, and the politicians are suing and, you know, they mad they didn't get into the playoffs. Now, all the players are pretty much leaving. All their best players are out, including the guy that's supposed to be starting that quarterback. He opted out and said he's going into the transfer portal. Now, they'll go back again with the freshman that played in the ACC championship game. So, Florida State, despite all the noise, all the stuff we've been hearing, Christian, uh, now they're talking about they're not playing. Guys are leaving. Guys are in the portal. Guys are just saying, I'm opting out for the NFL. People said, hey, if you beat Georgia, then prove to the world that, hey, you better, you should have been there. Georgia, a lot of people feel like it's a top four team. But I don't think that's going to happen because 
all their best players are out. They're not even going to play. So when we talked about before in the, the weeks leading up to this, the bowl games are irrelevant. You can kind of see what we were saying now because these dudes, if they're not playing for a championship bowl game, they don't care if it's an Orange, Day, Orange Bowl game. They don't care anymore. No, they don't. And like I said, I mean, I'll be honest, I still haven't really watched any any football games, just don't really have any interest in it right now. But, um, yeah, a lot of guys are opting now. It makes a lot of sense at this point. Um, you know, guys just want to prepare, and it's kind of the new trend. So I used to not really be all for it, but uh, now it's part of it, with, you know, uh, with the way college football is now. But um, luckily, you know, when you go to the 12-team playoff, things will probably be a little bit different. But I'm just glad we're getting closer to – the real, the real games that matter at this point, um, which is the playoffs, I hate to be like that, but that's just the fact of the matter. You know, like, I mean, even I just saw uh, Florida State's backup quarterback, who would have been the starting quarterback, is a roadmaker, roadmaker, however, however you pronounce it. Uh, supposedly he's transferring or he's not playing the bowl game, I think. So, I mean, that game, in my opinion, is just going to be trash at this point. I mean, they'll be playing with a third-string quarterback. Georgia's got a lot of guys in the portal opting out. Uh, really could care less about that game now. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, I'm focusing on this Alabama-Mission game. <clears throat> and as we look at it and we get closer, I'm I'm really excited about it. You know, I mean, if I'm being honest with you, talking to the people close to the program, in the program, whatever you want to call it, um, they, uh, they, they appear to be very confident going into this game. And, I mean, and, and rightfully so. I mean, from the tape that I've watched um, – I see why they'd be confident going in this matchup. We kind of thought this was a good matchup for them. You know, that being said, there's definitely still a lot of uh, things that they need to do well in order to win this game. It's not going to be easy, but um, I definitely think they, they're confident um, in this matchup <clears throat> for a number of reasons. You know, partially is, you know, the preparation that they've been able to have. I mean, I've been to a couple of practices just watching the way people have been practicing right now. Um, you know, there's a lot of excitement, enthusiasm. Uh, guys are really, you know, in the right mindset, so to speak, uh, for this game, right? You know, sometimes you kind of come out flat when you go home for these breaks. You know, you got winter break, graduation, all these things going on, not really in class. Uh, sometimes you can kind of get distracted and lose some of your focus. But, you know, every time that I've been at practice, I went to several of them uh, over the past week and a half or so. Um, these guys are getting after it. You know, they're playing physical. They're having fun, uh, excited to be there. Um, you know, I've been listening to reports you know, for Michigan's camp, and it, it seems like I don't even, and I don't know how true this is, but it, I heard that they didn't even practice in, in pads yet. I think they're, like, saving the, the physical practices until, I guess, you know, the week of, which would probably be starting this week. You know, as you mentioned earlier, Alabama's, you know, got their wheels up now, headed out there. So, um, that being said, uh, in my opinion, I feel like that's an advantage to Alabama. I think Michigan's thinking they're taking the approach of trying to give their guys some uh, some some breathing rooms, a, a chance to kind of rest up, you know, you know, rest their bodies. But I kind of like the approach that Alabama's taking, and they're hitting the ground running. You know, they they had padded practices. Hell, they had a scrimmage. You know, right? Which is again, that's nothing new. It's not like Alabama's just doing this this year. We do that every year. You know, every every year we we do several camp practices and we finish with a, with a scrimmage, and then we go into a typical game week, the Monday practice, Tuesday practice, where we start actually preparing, doing our helmets practice, like we would on any other Monday. Um, but I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, I, I think Alabama's going into this matchup the proper way. And um, I think the biggest test next would be, you know, once they get there, you know, handling and managing the distractions in California. Um, I don't think you need to go all out and, and, you know, turn down the the top golf events, things like that. Right. I don't think you have to do all that. But 
you know, can you stay focused when there's going to be uh, plenty of opportunities to, to get distracted out there? Can you continue to have that, you know, that focus and drive that you've had and display the past several weeks here in Tuscaloosa when you've been practicing? I think that's going to be key, um, you know, for them from a mentality standpoint. But overall, um, I, I think this team is, is very hungry. Um, I, I think, you know, the consensus that I've gotten, you know, from being around everybody is that, you know, once they handle business against Georgia and earn that opportunity, uh, you know, some some people kind of shift into that. They kind of let up off the gas and they kind of think they've arrived. But I don't get that feeling from this football team at all. Um, if anything, I feel like this team, it, it gets really motivated, this team. And, you know, they, they, I'll be honest. I, again, I, I said it a couple of weeks ago. I would not be shocked if, if Alabama really, you know, puts their foot on Michigan's throat. I mean, that, that's just kind of the, the feeling that I have from being around <clears throat> everybody right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so hopefully that's the case. Uh, but that's just kind of the feeling that I've gotten from from kind of being around the guys in the past couple of weeks. I mean, you know, listen, that's a good report because you won't. We talked about this, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago before. A break started. You know, one of my concerns was that you have a team in Alabama who, let's let's rewind the tape, if you will, and go back and say, hey, you know, this team first game is beautiful. Jalen had, I think he broke records against uh, Middle Tennessee. I think it was five touchdowns total or something like that. Uh, you know, they blew out Middle Tennessee State. Rich Stockstill was now fired, by the way. Uh, and we're like, well, you know, that's that's still an easy win. So. We're not going to have a knee-jerk reaction, excuse me, about what they did that game. Then it came back to the biggest game, right? It was the biggest game in all of college football. Week number two or three, if you look at it, week zero, against Texas at home. Steve Sarkeesian, former offensive coordinator, coming back to Tuscaloosa. And Jalen Miro struggled, right? Even though we still look at moments and points and times in that game and say, well, he gave them a chance. He gave them a chance to win. But they could not capitalize, especially defensive performance in the fourth quarter was abysmal. And then now the questions really came out. The Boo Birds came out. You know, we need another quarterback. You know, he's not the answer. I told you so. We we started hearing all of this talk. And then the next week they go down to Tampa, Florida, and Jalen Miro don't even play. They don't even play the game. Benched to Tyler Buckner, who looked terrible. Then Ty Simpson came in, rainstorm hits, uh, pause in the play. Uh, Alabama in the fourth quarter to score two touchdowns, I believe, wins the ball game. But everybody in the world now questions not only the football team, but Nick Saban, his career is over, the dynasty is done, buried this whole thing, it's finished, right? And then from that point on to where we are today, we've seen steady improvement. Alabama, the offensive line was terrible. Proctor was struggling. We've seen all, we, we had all the storylines, right? They're still not that good. Even though they're winning, they're hanging on, they're winning, and they're winning. But, yeah, oh, things are happening. He's getting better. He's protecting the football. We don't see the turnovers anymore. We see explosive plays. You know, they beat, you know, Ole Miss. They beat, they beat going the road. We watched. They beat Texas A&M. A, a big road win. Everybody thought that was a big game. They do, they do all of that. They go down to Auburn, and I forget what you call it, but the miracle that Jalen Miro had, they win the game, right? And then... They go beat the number one team in the country. So the concern would be, after all of this stuff, and I just kind of gave you a timeline to where, where we are today, Alabama is not the same team and a much better team. It's, it's the reason why Alabama leapfrogged Florida State and now playing in the in college football playoff, right? But then you got to stop 
Then you got a break. Guys go home. Things are happening. You got so much. Christian did a wonderful job of just telling me how that works, but saying they're back. They're confident. They got the link. They got the they got the whole unity thing going. Let all the, the naysayers know. Uh, you know what I think. That's what it means. And, and now you have a chance to go on the road to the West Coast to prove a point why you should be or why you are in this college football playoff. And I think that's the focus because people don't want you there. Everybody except mostly Alabama fans think you got in by luck. You shouldn't be there. You got privilege. You're a privileged kid. This is what this, you know, that's where they are now. But I think that's a good thing, Christian, because I think it it, it motivates or fuels the fire for Alabama to go prove a point. They just beat the number one team in Georgia. They have a chance to go beat the number one team now in Michigan at a neutral site. And to me, that is the biggest thing that they can do to solidify why and get people to shut up, get people to stop saying they don't belong, is going out there and handling your business against Michigan. And to me, that should be the mindset and the focus of the football team. Yeah, and I think that's what it is. I mean, I think they just want to handle what they need to handle and come back as, as champions. I mean, because look, here's the thing. I mean, just like when everybody was talking up the, the Alabama-Georgia game and, you know, kind of worried about whole facing Georgia, which again, I mean, that's that's us, the media doing all that. That's, you know, everybody's talking about that. I mean, if I'm being honest with you, you know, the people in that locker room and, and, and that building over there, uh, the Mal Moore building, they were confident, just like they, they seem to be right now, right? I mean, and, and that's how it's always been at Alabama. I mean, again, just to give you guys, you know, kind of a paint a picture for you, you know, with the travel, the way it works. So they're playing in Pasadena. The national championship game is in Houston, right? So um, if not if when we expect them to win in Pasadena, right, the next game they would play would be the national championship game, which is in Houston. Well, because of the travel and the way it works, it wouldn't make sense for them to fly back from Pasadena, come back to Tuscaloosa, and then turn right back around and go to, to Houston for a national championship. So, obviously, they have to plan, and, you know, they can't predict the future. But, look, I mean, I think they're so confident that, I mean, they're they're leaving to go to Pasadena, but pretty much, if I'm not mistaken, pretty much everybody's packed as if they're going straight to Houston, right? So, that tells you anything. I mean, <laughs> wait a minute, they're, wait a minute. they're expecting to to be in Houston for that national championship. Now, obviously, I know how it works. You got to be prepared just in case. Worst case, again, for whatever reason, they don't end up, you know, getting to that spot in Houston. It's all right. They just have extra clothes they bring back. But, I mean, these bags are packed for more than just a California trip. So. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, hey, don't take the little Louis Vuitton Gucci bag just with your drawers and, and um, you know, a couple of things. They told them to take the big bag. Take That's the big right. bag. Because we might be gone two weeks. Correct. Go ahead and do that. And if that's the case, we so they will fly from Anaheim or L.A. to Houston, and then they probably already plan where they're going to practice there. Everything. So basically, you had to plan a two-week trip in two different locations just in case they get the dub. Correct. Which, I mean, which makes sense. I mean, you always want to be prepared. But, again, just the consensus that I'm kind of getting this. It's not. It's, it's more so they're saying pack the two weeks because we will be gone two weeks. Not necessarily. Okay, just in case. Now it, it seems like it's like be ready for a two week trip, which I love that. No, I, I think they should be. I mean, I think that's the way to do it because you're right. It's 
the time difference and time to get back and all that, and then try to set up practice again and then redo, unpack, and we, you know, you got to go right back out to because the games are is the following week. So yeah, that makes sense. So you take half the basic distance back and stop in Houston and you get your hotels. You already got that already planned. I mean, these guys plan everything. I mean, they're way ahead of the game. So I think that shows a lot of confidence for sure. But I mean, I don't know if every other team is doing that, but I think Alabama is doing a good job by doing that because they got a great chance to win this game. When we come back, your phone calls 205-342-9904 is the number for the program. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Your thoughts on this matchup. Do you feel confident? You know, we asked about the president and all that stuff. Uh, we leave before Christmas. Now we're past that. Now let's get to it. What is your real thoughts? Will Alabama win this game? Take the golden glasses off. Look at the matchup. Look at the players. And I want to hear from you, the callers. Will Alabama get it done against the Michigan Wolverines? Coach Khaki Pants. So we'll keep talking more about this matchup when we come back. You got Corey Miller, you got Chris, you got Noah and Justin behind the glass. We'll come back. We'll entertain your thoughts because we've got people on hold. We'll hear from you next. Ray Hunter Miller Jazz to tie. 100.9 is the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. We'll be back in just a moment. Are you tired of your shoes? Just not 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Well, sunshine has been increasing through the morning hours. We look for that trend to continue into afternoon. The daytime high today near 58. Tonight we'll go down to 36 with partly cloudy skies. Then for your Wednesday, a decent supply of sunshine and an afternoon high near 58. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 50 degrees in Tuscaloosa. edition of the Middle of the Edge on the time 100.9, 1230 AM WTBC. Again, 205-342-9904. Don't forget that free download. Get that app, Tide 100.9, and you can ask your questions there. Corey Miller, two-time Natty champion. Christian Miller, Alabama has a chance uh, to get another one under Nick Saban. A very good chance uh, to bring number 19, I believe, total. Number 19. Will that be number 8 for Coach Saban? Or, uh, we'll see that's seven or eight. Well, he's tied with the bear, right? Would this break the tie if the tie can get it get it to to eight, uh, what would be eight for Saban, six at Alabama, one at Michigan State, and then if he went again, it'd be seven at Alabama. So that would break the tie. So will Saban get things done against Coach Khaki Pants? Two hundred five three four two nine nine zero four. Let's go to the phones, Lewis. You start us off here on a Tuesday. Make sure I get my days right. I'm a little confused. Welcome in, sir. Talking Tuesday. Oh, glad to, be on the, glad to be on the show, guys. I really enjoy your show. And Christian, I like that in, uh, uh, insight you had as far as seeing the practices and how motivated and energized the team seems to be. I've got a question. I'm going to hang up and listen to uh, Christian's response. But I know you've played in some of these national championships, Christian. Did you sense a difference in the preparation or the attitude between the, the championship game in, in 17 and the one in 18 because we know we had uh, vastly different results. And I'm going to hang up and listen to your response, guys. Y'all have a good rest of your day. Appreciate it, Lewis. Thank you, Lewis. Yeah, I, I definitely did. And, um, you know, 17, that season was just different, right? I mean, we 
we fought through so much adversity from the, the beginning of the year, you know, to the very end. Um, it, it seemed like we constantly had some type of uh, trial we had to go through, you know, whether it was the first game in the season, you lose, shoot, I mean, three or four starters uh, in the first game. At one, I mean, matter of fact, we lost three or four linebackers in the first game against Florida State. Uh, me, Terrell Lewis, I think Rashawn got hurt at some point. Anthony got hurt. Now, those two guys came back, but me and Terrell were out for the remainder of the year. You know, we we had guys dropping like flies. Sean Dion Hamilton went down against LSU. I think he was out for the rest of the year. I think it, that was his kneecap injury. Uh, I want to say a couple more injuries posted. So we, got, we had gone through so much adversity. Lost to Auburn in the final regular season uh, game. Snuck into the playoffs. So, I mean, we were a hungry team. We were motivated. Almost kind of, I would almost say a little reminiscent of of this football team maybe. You know, definitely lots of differences. But in terms of, you know, going through adversity, you know, having to, you know, really play with a chip on our shoulder, there was, you know, some similarities there. Obviously, our loss came at the end of the season uh, versus early on in the year at Texas. I mean, I'd probably compare this team a little more similar to the 2015 team. But in terms of just being a team that's very resilient, and uh, had a lot of togetherness. Uh, I would compare it that way. Now, you you mentioned the 2018 team. That was my senior year where we got our our, our butts whipped by Clemson in the national championship game in California. Um, look, there was there was some differences in the preparation. Now, it wasn't necessarily like you know, oh, we practiced different. Uh, we had a different layout. No, it was more so we didn't have that same chip on our shoulder. Right, 2018. We basically ran the table undefeated until that final game. We did have that chip on our shoulder playing against Oklahoma in the Orange Bowl, which, if you remember, that's when I tore my hamstring, unfortunately, you know, chasing Kyler Murray down. Um, you know, th- th- that game, there there was a whole thing. We felt that you know, he, he they gave him the Heisman over, uh, was it two, I think, I think we were just we they're they're talking all Kyler Murray this. That's when Quinn Williams had that response, right? You know, when they asked him about it, we kind of just got sick and tired of them basically just downplaying our defense. All they wanted to talk about was Kyler Murray, which again, great player. But you know, we kind of had a chip on our shoulder that game. But then it was like once we beat Oklahoma, and we were going out to San Francisco to play Clemson for the national championship, it's almost like things kind of shifted, right? Our preparation was different. You could sense it, and I remember, you know. We, I'd be in the players-only meetings, and I kept, you know, because I was a captain, I just kept reiterating, like, come on, guys, we got one last week, one more week to lock in. Just stay locked in, you know, avoid any distractions, you know, tune out any, you know, external factors, girlfriends, agents, whatever it is, right? And unfortunately, it just, you know, you can only say so much. And I just, I, you could just sense that that team, we just... We didn't have our head in the right place. Now, I do tip my hat to Clemson. They played a good game, right? That was young Trevor Lawrence. They, they did their thing. Justin Ross, cool. But realistically, uh, we, we we did not prepare properly. We did not have our heads in the right place. I mean, I specifically remember us being in California, and I, I remember guys kind of, you know, enjoying themselves, them, you know, starting to kind of have, you know, one foot in, one foot out, kind of towards the NFL. You could just sense it. Again, I'm not, not knocking anybody, but it's just, just realistic. You know, we didn't have the same level – of commitment that we did the year prior when we played Georgia, you know, when we had that togetherness, that unity that formed throughout the season of facing so much adversity. This was a little bit different. You know, again, we ran the table. We hadn't lost yet. Guys, we started really feeling ourselves. Beat Oklahoma, beat Kyler Murray. 
game was closer towards the end in the second half, but realistically, we really we really put it on in that first half. So there's just a lot of things. Um, but, yeah, so that's a great question, Lewis. So I say all that to say I do believe that preparation plays a big part, and that's why we talked about uh, over the last week and a half or so uh, how important it is to have the proper mentality when you go into these situations. Because, again, you have to treat it like a business trip because that's exactly what it is. Now, yes, there's a lot of you know great extracurricular things that you can do um, at these events. I myself loved every bit of it. And I'm not talking about the going out, drinking, doing that kind of stuff. I mean, I didn't necessarily do a whole bunch of that. I mean, I probably did a little bit of it like everybody else. But uh, I'm, I'm saying more so like the dinners that they hold, the top golf events, Right. Like the the team bonding things like one time we went to, you know, go karts and, you know, I love go karts. I love cars. I love racing, that type of stuff. So, like, I enjoy that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, you got to remember why you're there is I'm not saying you can't not enjoy that stuff. But just remember, this is a business trip. And ultimately, Coach Saban always said this. And I mean, it's, it's so true. Right. Well, there's two parts of it. Number one is he's always going to remember his losses more than he does his wins. That's a fact. And number two, you'll never really remember all the crap that you even did at these places or in, in these, you know, in these events, but you will remember the results. And it's true. I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, I, I, yeah, I remember the gold cards. I remember things sparingly, but ultimately I remember the results from the game and that's going to stick forever. Right. I mean, I could care. Like I had fun riding go cards, but I can go do that crap any day of the week. Right. I can't go back and play for another championship. I mean, when we, when we lose to Clemson, we lose to Clemson. Like that's etched in stone forever. So anytime I, Go back home to the Carolinas. Like, I mean, I got to deal with that. I lost those idiots twice. You yeah. know what I mean? So that, that that's. I love you. If if I had if I had any advice for these guys, that would be my advice. Just know that the results are going to stick. They're like, there's, you know what I mean? Like, you can go back to California. Hell, you can go book a flight to Pasadena for the rest ain't of your life. There ain't no football, by the way. There's zero out there. Yeah, but I, but, I, but I, what I'm saying is, you can go ride go cars. You can go hell. You can go play top golf. Whenever you want, you can't pick and choose when you go play for a national championship or, or win some rings, right? That nah, that's that's, that sticks. So that would be my advice. So prepare properly and tune everything. Like literally, if if it was me, I would tell everybody on the team get off social media, stop worrying about agents, stop texting all these little girls, and worrying about what everybody else is doing <laughs> for two weeks, and only focus on getting the job done. Because I'm telling you, once you win, everything else, the girls will be there, Top Golf will be there, well, they'll be there for sure. Everything will be there, and, and more. So take well, care of business, and then you can go enjoy whatever you want to enjoy after that. Um, there ain't too many of them need to be getting no agents. Just, but well, unfortunately, I mean, they I'm, will. Though I, that's how I it mean, works. You know, I go back to you know, the year you're talking about your senior year. Now, to me, that was the issue because you had so many, so many dudes ready to get out of there. So many dudes that that had agents and people and ready to move on, and therefore took away from their preparation and their focus, which is a problem. I don't think this team has that problem because your team had a lot of individual dudes. Your team had a lot of individual. Those, I mean, you played four in a row. I mean, right. that's a, that's crazy. You played four national championships in a row. Not too many people in this world that's ever lived can say that, right? I mean, that's unbelievable. So, you know, I mean, you won two out of the four. But the thing is, it's like these guys, this team, 2023's team, to me, don't have the dudes individually like you nowhere near what you had to to be able to say, hey, you know what? 
you know, age, 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 and, you know, why am I drafted this, that, and the third? They need this game. They need to continue to play well. I mean, you got guys like, you know, Iborgby and, and, and Tim Smith and guys up front, you know, whoever committed to the senior bowl, those defensive line, a couple of those guys. You got Kool-Aid, you know, what's Terry Arnold going to do? But other than that, uh, you know, I don't know, a couple more guys. But you don't have a ton of dudes on the offense. You don't have a ton of dudes. You got two linemen that, that's really good football players. Um, quarterback's going to be back. You know, Burton, none of those receivers have anything to be talking about ages about. I mean, so, uh, nor does the running backs. So I think this team, what's good about this team, it, it is, it's a team, if that makes sense. Right. They, they focus as a unit. To, it's togetherness. It's link. Let all the naysayers know. And to me, that's what I've been most impressed about. And why I feel like this team can go on the road and make it a business trip, not get caught up in the golf cards and the golf carts and, and everything else that you just alluded to <clears throat> and worry about football. 205-342-9904. But, but, you know, they, they might not necessarily <clears throat> had as many dudes, like you, which I, I agree, but you know what they have that we didn't have is NIL and agents while they're playing. Mm. Well, right, so so they might not. It might not necessarily be the same. We had dudes talking to agents when agents shouldn't even have been talking to them. Um, however, now nil is different, right? So imagine, think about it. They're in California. Where a lot of these agents and all these people who all the dude, they're based out of California. They're all going to be at these games. I'm telling you, they're all going to be trying to talk to the guys. They're all going to be, hey, while you're out here, let let, let us. Show. I'm telling you, yeah. I know how this works because that's how these people operate. That would be my concern, but you're right. That is true. They don't. This team is a little bit different. It's 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 built a little bit different, but they do have nil opportunities. They do have transfer portal opportunities. So that is something that we didn't have to worry about. That they do. So yeah, that is something to consider. Let's go back to the phone, Ellis. You're up next here on the Miller's Edge. Welcome in. Uh, how y'all doing this morning? Doing well, Ellis. How are you? Roll Tide. Uh, doing fine. But uh, preparation, you know, you got to have that. Always. Yes, yes. That's, that's a must. That's you know, right. you think you would do that every game, you know. Uh, you know, I'm no football player, but you would think you would do that every game. But uh, I, li- I like what all you had to say today. Uh good show so far. Well, well, Ellis, you're getting it from, you know, that's what I'm saying. We, we like, all the years I played football, I've never played in that championship game. I never played in a college football playoff. We didn't have that, but, you know, I know the gist of it, but, I mean, you talk, Christian have experienced the way it is today, right? You know, he's, he's been in that. Uh, he understands preparation. He understands what the team is going through. He understands all this stuff yeah. is to me, I think it's it's just it's priceless information. You know, we can say this stuff, but he's been there. That's why I say, you know, being on location and what goes on and what's the you know, how much free time that you have. Because I know bowl games is that. We go to bowl games, you get to go to these nice cities and you know, the the bowl whoever sponsors got all this stuff lined up for you to do and you know, teams gotta do this, you got your press conference, you got all this different things. But if you're not able to you know, hone all that in and then just stay focused on the task at hand, you could get in trouble real quick. Hey, get away from me quick, yes. Uh, I, I sure believe that. Uh, but like Christian said, now you got the, 
NIL and agents and all that, you know. So, you know, if you got that, you know, so that's that's a big distraction. It is for sure. I just hope they got good head on their shoulders and uh, coaching staff. And I believe the coaching staff there at Alabama have them ready. Because the way it sounds from what I've heard and what you've said, that practice has been real upbeat, you know, and real focused. So I'm pleased about that. Well, I think the, 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 the goal, and Christian talked about this a while, we both did. I mean, just everything was still in front. Remember we kept saying that after the loss, the loss to Texas, right? Everything mm-hmm. is still in front of this team. And it, guess what? Final week of December, everything is still in front of this football team. Right it's there for the taking. Right there it's for there. the taking. Eight quarters. Think about it. Eight quarters. And you can hoist a Dr. Pepper's trophy. Right? And then that'll be number 19. Am I correct in saying that? Total. I'm ready. You know, I'm uh, I'm getting focused. I got to be focused too. Us fans got to be focused too. Listen, you know, <laughs> this is this is to me. I, I hate to jump. Christian's been saying it more than I've I have, but I, I I think this is a favorable matchup. I just do. I mean, I, I've watched many Michigan football games. They come on 12 o'clock, high noon, Fox, what they call it, big noon, no, kickoff, whatever. But I see this team, I, I I can just tell you I'm not overly impressed. That's all. Now, Alabama will have to play. But if they play to the standard in which we know that they can play, I don't see Michigan winning this game at all. I just don't. Like they've been playing these last few ball games, you know, uh, and Jalen has not turned the ball over or anything like that, yes. I don't see him. I don't see him touching us. We're too yeah. fast. I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, we ain't yeah. seen that in a while. I mean, when, Chris, when was the last time Jalen had a turnover? You remember? Uh, Interception. I don't even, I can't recall off the top of my head. But I'm just saying, I said that just because it's been a while, right? I mean, I think it's been a while. It has. I mean, it's been a while. It has. He's protecting the football. That's all I'm saying. He's protecting the football, and uh, I think that the system in which Tommy Reese is calling is beautiful. And um, I, I'm I'm just thrilled to now he's had time to even uh, expand this playbook for Jalen Milrow and be able to show Michigan things that they haven't even seen yet out of this offense. I think it's going to be pretty dynamic. That's just my opinion. But you got to play the game. That's what they say. You got to go yeah. play the game. It's on paper. We see it, yes. But you well, still got to go there and play. To answer your question, who's that was coach? Kentucky. The who's last the, time he threw an interception. Kentucky. Kentucky. Who's, oh, okay. Yes, see. You know. So, we keep playing like that. That's right. Hmm. Uh, who's the coach that said his famous words? Uh, you play to win the game. Hmm. Uh, Who said that? I don't know. I don't know. I've heard that he, many he was an NFL coach. He was an NFL coach, and he went to uh, college for a while, and then I don't know where he is. I think he's back on ESPN. Oh, Tom, Tom, uh, no, 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 Herman. Was it Herman? 
Yes, yes. Yeah. You remember he said he played and yeah. win the game. Yeah, not Tom Herman, but Herman that uh, was at Arizona State uh, with the Philadelphia yeah, Eagles, yeah. the Jets. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Yeah, you uh, played again. I hope everybody had game. an awesome Christmas, by the way. Yeah, man. Uh, Tommy from Iramos, I hope my buddy there and his brother had a good Christmas. Oh, Tommy. I spent I money I spent money on everybody else and then spent money on myself uh, Saturday. What'd you do Saturday? Uh, I went to a place in Huntsville and got me some stuff, Alabama stuff and then went to Duluth Trading Post. Hmm. Uh, and got me uh, several pair of them uh, men undergarments that they talk about that's supposed to be so good. Yeah. What do they call them? Butt naked underwear. <laughs> but I have not. You lost me, Christian. Right now, I don't know what that one is. I never heard of that one. Uh, butt naked well, underwear. These, just yeah, some these are some, uh, Yeah, these are some yeah. uh, very, very, very comfortable uh, men undergarments. Well, what, just, just what do they look like? Just asking for a friend. Like butt naked underwear, they like like see through or you know no no see through just no see through. It's just the way they've got them uh, constructed. Oh really? And and the, the material and the material it is, it's just you know, it's just amazing. Hmm. Let's check it out. I mean, that, that's, let's check it out. Do they have an A on inscripted A? Well, they got uh uh. Kind of a burgundy-like uh, color uh, kind, you know, okay. for yeah. Alabama. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm down to double uh, X now, so maybe I I just had to say that because uh, they're amazing, and everybody talked about it, so I got them, and then now I'm a believer. All right, there you go. Hear that, everybody? Butt naked on the way. They got the Alabama crimson color, and you can just take a little sharpie whitey thing and put an A on them, and there you go. You got the most comfortable, best fitted underwear in town, per my good friend Ellis. Ellis, thanks for the phone call, man. We appreciate you. All right, so roll tide. Woo! Roll tide, roll. Quick time out, more. Your phone calls, more. Bama, Michigan, Rose Bowl. Bama in about 38,000 feet right now. I think they probably over. New Mexico, Texas, somewhere about now. We'll be back in a moment. Dead battery. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. And we're back. Final segment here on the Miller's Edge with the Tide 100.9, a.m. WTBC. Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, alongside Christian Miller, two-time national championship and captain for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Noah Haynes and Justin Jones behind the glass, running things for us here, taking your phone calls and doing all that good stuff, looking up information as Alabama is now in the air headed towards uh, the West Coast. Uh, Chris, you talked about 
I mean, I go back to Sugar Bowl. You know, that's where the other college football playoff game is for Washington and Texas. And we know what the casinos and everything that Bourbon Street that happens in New Orleans. You know, the the uh, you know the the etouffee, the food. I mean, everything is good. Uh, you know, when you talk about the Rose Bowl, we talk about the granddaddy of the mall. We we keep Jackson the former announcer. You know, we go back to that and the Mountain View behind the stadium and. But when you talk about that, when y'all travel to a location or destination like that, right? And we know LA is there 45 minutes or so from, from where the stadium is. There's probably not a, and I'm assuming Coach Saban, whoever does the planning, is going to put this team a lot further away from the city of LA and put them more out on the area where there's a, I don't know, Conference Center, Marriott, or Sheraton, or whatever, Grand Hyatt. You know, they're not going to be in the center of all the stuff and where fans are. That's normally the, what, what Nick Saban and this, this team tries to do, right? They try to get away from all the, the stuff that's happening. Yeah, typically that's what they like to do. I mean, when we played in Miami, um, years past when Alabama played in Miami, they were in like the Fountain, Fountain Blue and all that stuff, a little bit closer to uh, some of the distractions. So when we went and played in 2018, they had us a little bit more on the outskirts. We weren't too far from the, the Miami Heat. Uh, stadium, but there there weren't nearly as many nightclubs, that type of nightlife activity where we stayed, uh, which is probably a, a smart idea given that guys can wander around and find themselves in some very uh, distracting situations. So, yeah, typically try to do your best to limit the distractions. Now, again, that's not, you know, taking the fun away. There's still going to be activities set up from the bowl committee, all that good stuff, but um, yeah, you, you, if you can, you want to try to limit it and try to keep guys, you know, a little protected, if you will, that way. They're, they're not just roaming the streets and ending up places that they probably shouldn't be. Uh, I think we have an app question. Before we do that, I want to remind you about our good friends over at Buffalo's Cafe in Midtown Village in Tuscalo- Tuscaloosa. If you're looking for a great restaurant experience, head on over to Buffalo's Cafe where they have those weekly lunch day specials, $9.99. That includes a beverage. You got to remember every Wednesday, all you can eat wings, bash night. They call it $17.99. Unlimited wings, unlimited fries or chips and a drink. Uh, I'm telling you, man, deals on top of deals on top of deals. And you talk about a variety. They've got wings. They've got burgers, steak, fajita bowls, tacos, you name it. They've got it there at Buffalo's Cafe, and it's delicious. So go check our good friends over at Buffalo's Cafe out right now. That being said, Noah, I think we have an app message from KJ. Yes, quick uh, comment from KJ. Uh, just talking about the Rose Bowl. and uh, Called you out, Christian, and said, sorry, Christian, California girls are different. I'm doing my Wilt Chamberlain spreading my greatness everywhere. So just wanted to pass that Oh, on. wow. <laughs> 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 uh, hey, look, they probably they probably are. I I, I uh, didn't didn't really look at them when I was out there. Uh, was it 2018? Whoa. Yeah, I was Whoa. I was focused on the game, but from what I've seen, yeah, no, I'm sure the girls out there are different. Um, however, uh, like I said, those girls will still be out there. So play the Rose Bowl, and if you're that worried about those damn girls. Take a trip back out there in the off season and do that then, and you can do your Will. Chamberlain. You said Will Chamberlain, or did he mean? Uh, you know, you know the deal with Will Chamberlain, right? I thought, I thought, is it Will or is it? I'm thinking of the other guy. Um, well, Will Chamberlain, you know, slept with uh, over one thousand women. Was Allegedly, it Will. I thought not, not Magic. I thought Magic was worse. No, huh? no, no. Magic got AIDS back in the day in the nineties. So how do you think he got it? That's we weren't shaking hands. 
No, 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 no. He got. I mean, you can just get from cheating either one time or two. A hundred percent. But I'm like, with all them NBA. She was saying that because a California girl don't sleep on them because they they imitate Wilt Chamberlain, which means they're sleeping around a lot. That's what the girl was trying to insinuate. Who's the girl? No, KJ is a guy. KJ said he's trying to be Wilt Chamberlain. I think. And that read that again. Read that again, Noah. Yeah, no, no. That's a dude saying he's imitating. Wilt Chamberlain, what no girl? Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. California girls are different. I'm doing my, I'm doing my Wilt Chamberlain, spreading my greatness everywhere. No, he don't okay, get yeah, yeah, he's so he, well, he's saying he going out there to, to be sent. But see, uh, he can and, and KJ, all look, that's power to you, brother. Do your thing, man. You know, be smart, obviously, but that's that's on you, bro. He said Wilt Chamberlain, brother. Didn't you say Wilt Chamberlain was going around pulling women? Right, weird. Wikipedia says twenty thousand women. Okay, now that there's that's no way, no way. There's no Wait a way. No, What I'm saying is, I mean, KJ's not suiting up and playing for the, the a chance at a national championship. So that is true. KJ, with all due respect, do 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 your thing, man. Again, I mean, I I don't. I'm not. <laughs> let me not say that. I'm not encouraging that. But people can make their adult decisions. Just be smart doing it. But again, I'm talking about the, the players. So shame. Yeah, exactly. I know. I mean, well, I mean, well, I can't tell the guy how to live his life. I mean, that's what he wants to do. That that ain't my cup of tea. But I'll but you know what happened? Let's just say this real quick. When fans go, when fans go out, oh, they're going to the bar and getting drunk and having a, a hell right. of a time. We that's see them. That's I mean, I've I been the fan, so to speak, because I watching you and the Bama play. You go and. And watch these games. I've covered many South Carolina bowl games, and I mean they're going for the party. They're going for the experience. They're going for the concerts because you know you know all the concerts are going on. I mean y'all don't know if y'all ever got a chance to see though. Like when we would go to your game, I mean they had like big time singers. Like even the SEC championship, they had Darius Rucker on our Thursday. We played Darius Rucker every Thursday. He was at the SEC championship doing the concert right by the Congress, whatever they, where the area is right there. So there's so many different things going on, right? I mean, so, but the last time when y'all was in California, what I, why I asked you that question, because uh, it was at the uh, San Francisco Stadium, right? That's where the game was, where the Niners play. Um, out there, there wasn't a whole lot, and that's the last time I really got a chance to spend time with Jamie's father. They had like, a couple of things and just go sit, but there wasn't a whole lot of stuff unless you took a car 40 minutes or so. So that's why I was saying they like to put the guys out away from all that, because listen, you, you have 18 to 20, well, you used to say 18 to 22, but now with transfer portal and COVID year and red shirt, it's like 18 to 38. <laughs> so, I mean, you got guys who still play college football that have children. Like, you got a family. But, um, you know, you want to get them guys away from that. And you want to try to limit the time they have. I mean, you don't want, to, you don't want it not to be fun. But when you're in this type of game and it's for a championship you talk about, you know, it's business, right? It's yeah, do your golf cart or goat cart, whatever you your go cart, whatever you guys do. But at the same time, you got to, you know, go out there and try to handle business because this game, you're trying to get through this game just to have one shot to play for a national championship. And I think that's what's on Nick Saban's mind. And, and I think something we can talk about tomorrow because I want, you know, if they win, if Nick Saban wins his eighth championship. He he now is the leader in the clubhouse over the Bear Bryant. You think he shuts it down? 
you think this is it for Saban? Is that a fear factor for Bama fans? Because does he really have any more to coach for? Now, I've been thinking about that. If he wins this one, does he say that he, I mean, right off into the sunset? Mm. You beat Bear Bryant, you got more national championship than Alabama than Bear Bryant, you got more than anybody. I mean, do you run, did you just ride off and say, thank you, Tuscaloosa? Let me go to the $17 million house down in Sunday nights, Florida, and just play golf and work at a Mercedes dealership, drive Ferraris and all these fancy cars? Is that a worry or concern? We're going to talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, we can. Yeah. I mean, I, I could give you a quick answer, but I'm not going to do that. I'll save it for tomorrow and just we'll play along for sure. But I want to remind you guys, I know Christmas is over. And uh, you might have missed out on some of those last-minute gifts, but that's okay. There's still plenty of apparel at Alumni Hall for you to go get uh, for this upcoming game if you're making the trip out to, to Pasadena or, you know, supporting the basketball team, uh, all the sports that are, that are going on here. Head on over to Alumni Hall. They've got all your Crimson Tide apparel officially licensed. They've got Peter Millard, the, the, the Yeti products, the hat wall, you name it. They've got the two for $38 tea special. So go check them out right now. It's Alumni Hall where we get all our officially licensed Alabama Crimson Tide gear. Because remember, that's where the ultimate Crimson Tide fans shop. And if you can't make it to the store in Midtown Village, head to alumnihall.com backslash Alabama-Crimson-Tide. Yeah, get that because, I mean, I got my nice white the Alec got for me. What up? And yeah, I got my nice white A sweatshirt. I'm going to be rolling for the Alabama game this week. So go check it out at Alumni Hall. So let that marinate as we get back to about 23 hours. KJ, there's a song that says, Wouldn't you like to be California girl? So I'm assuming that's what you listen to on your way to Anaheim. <laughs> All right, it's going to do it for Noah Hayes, for Justin Jones, Christian Miller. I'm Corey Miller, the pastor. Thank you been listening to. The Miller's Edge on the tie, 100.9, a.m. WTBC. We'll get out the way and make room for Big Noon Sports. This is the station for all of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the Miller's Edge, tackling sports daily. Now.